Oh, uh, okay, Fedwa. Mm-hmm. So how about if we just get right into it? Yes. And, um, you know, we're recording for the Minds I Like podcast. And I uh, had reached out to you earlier just to um, connect with you about one of your um, one of your videos that I had watched. And it was all about abundance. And I thought it would be so great to reach out to you and just talk a little bit about your perspective of um, your website and, oh gosh, not your website, but your perspective on what you do and how you um, create abundance in your own life. And the second thing is, did we also say that we were going to do another topic too, or we were going to talk on a different um, subject? Yeah, I think we talked about how we are so disconnected as a community when it comes to... Yes, and we were going to talk about the spirit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then how about if we start from there? We'll talk about the spirit because you and I already know about abundance and how that taps in. And I think you said you were going to kind of loop that all in when we were talking. So we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then I'm just going to allow you to take the floor. And uh, we're going to just talk about um, something that really resonated with me. And I reached out to Fadwa and she was more than happy to discuss an amazing topic that I think a lot of us need to tap into. And it's just a part of who we are. And, you know, there's times in our life where um, we could be going and doing so much um, and not really taking the time to tap into ourselves. And I find that when we tap into ourselves, that's when we can check in with our mental health and our mental wellness. So Fadwa, I just wanted to uh, find out from you, um, what's your understanding of uh, disconnected, being disconnected and um, not being able to understand your spirit and um, your understanding of your sense of self? Well, thank you, Alithia, for having me here today. And I'm very glad that uh, we were able to connect. And I'm actually looking forward to this. This is great. Well, my understanding is disconnect. And this is something really new to me that I've come into uh, understanding what disconnect means. Because I realize now, over the uh, couple of years, I would say I was very disconnected. And when you asked about your inner self and your uh, essence of uh, your own, your self-being, that's where the disconnection comes from. And you don't realize, and most of us don't even realize how disconnected we are within ourselves. We just go on day to day doing the things that we always been doing every day. You know your routine to a T. You wake up in the morning, you do everything you do, you take care of your children, if you have a partner, you go to work, you come back, you start planning what you're going to, you know, cook for tomorrow. And you'd go on this, you know, uh, kind of life over the years. And then all of a sudden, you wake up one day, and you look at yourself, and you're, you're asking yourself, how did I get here? And mm-hmm. that happens is what happens is, that's when you have that new revelation, like, how did I get here? How did I miss out maybe 20, 30 years of my life? I didn't even know how, what was happening. 
Why? Because you are disconnected with your inner self. And we, we are concentrating so much on doing so many things for others that we have lost ourselves. And we don't take time to, to actually come back to ourselves and actually take care of ourselves. So that's where the disconnection comes in. You know, I had an interesting conversation yesterday, actually. I had, a, I had gone to a dentist and mm -hmm. one of the, um, <laughs> the, the, the ladies who was helping me there, we started talking about something and she said, oh no, I'm just too busy taking care of the children and the husband. I don't have time for myself. That's where the disconnection is. You know, we need mm -hmm. to come back to who we are. It does not mean that, you know, you forget everyone else, but if you're too busy taking care of others, who's going to take care of you? It has to come Absolutely. back to you. And that's where the disconnection starts. Mm -hmm. And when do you think people notice when they start to become fragmented and start to feel a loss of connection? Um, it's, I, th I think it's different for everyone. For me, I'll actually share personally what I went through. Um, it's about three years ago. And uh, I, it was just, it was through a process. And at that time, I didn't realize it was a disconnection. It's now that I know it was actually a disconnection. So sometimes you'll go through this, you know, uh, area in your life, but you will not even know it's actually, you're disconnected to yourself. So what had happened was three years ago, just like, you know, you wake up in the morning one day and you're looking at your life and you're thinking, oh my goodness, something is wrong here. How did I get to be who I am? You find, a, you find, you're kind of, fi you find yourself, you're kind of lost. You don't know where you're heading. You don't know where you came back, came back from, and you don't even know the direction you're heading. And it feels mm -hmm. like everything is just new to you all of a sudden. You know, you, you're asking yourself, how am I, what am I supposed to do? What is, what is, what is it I'm supposed to do? And that's the time you start figuring out what your purpose is and what is your self-worth is and what, what were you meant to do? For me, that's where it started. And at the beginning, I didn't understand it. I actually went to the doctors and I talked to the doctor and he looked at me and he said, you're depressed, here's the prescription, go home and take this medication. That was mm -hmm. a wake-up call for me. And I realized that one thing for sure, depression was not me. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I know it does exist. And I know a lot of people who go through this and it's a very serious issue. But for me, I knew it was much deeper than that. It was on a deeper mm -hmm. level. And that was when I realized I had this feeling of that huge void within me, a sense of emptiness. I didn't know who I was. You know, and at that time, now is when I know I was disconnected from myself. And it wasn't something that happened a month or two or weeks. It was years and years of that, you know, piling up over so many different circumstances that when and events in my life that I completely just went into this safe mode to protect myself. But what I was mm -hmm. doing, actually, I was preventing myself to really get to that deeper level of understanding who I was. Yeah. And I remember we talked a little bit about that. And I said, if you had come into my office, I would have checked off those boxes, right? The lack of motivation, the low mood, um, feeling hopeless. I would have definitely said, hey, it looks like she has some symptoms of depression or some type of reaction to something that is, you know, really troubling her 
and I definitely would have um, looked towards that diagnosis at that time. But I'm really glad that we talked about, you know, having that cultural shift and that sometimes those characteristics um, could also look and present as something else. So if you want to expand a little bit on that. Well, you know, it's, um, this is how I look at it. And this is, and this is how I see it based on my experience. And this has been a journey for me over the past three years, is that sometimes you are in a place where you don't really understand right and mm -hmm. we tend to make excuses for a lot of stuff and i went through that even just realizing that deepness of not just sorrow but deepness of missing out of my who, who fadwa was you know i missed that out i missed who is this woman who's who is the young woman who i once knew where is she you know mm -hmm. and and it, for me it was mostly just blaming at that time i started shifting that blame you know, mm -hmm. you got to find somebody to blame. And that's what I looked at. You know, I blamed the society. I blamed the culture. I blamed my past partners. I blamed the government. You blame anybody and everything because it makes you feel comfortable knowing that you're not taking responsibility for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't ready to take responsibility for that. So when you talk about the shift, the shift mm -hmm. happens when you go through all that process. You know, mm -hmm. it's not a one bandage solution for everyone. Everyone will deal with it in a very different way. But for me, I had to go through denial. And that's what happens most of the time, right? When you're faced with something, mm -hmm. you're not ready to face it. You go into denial and you shift the blame and you don't take that responsibility and you blame others for where you are at that point. But I was still disconnected. And that was the truth. I was disconnected to my inner essence. And that was the issue. And if it's for us to start shifting that way of looking at it and not put it in a, you know, like you said, check mark, right? You fit into yeah. this check, you know, oh, you, you have all these signs. This is where you, you fit in. I think we need to really think outside that box and start looking at it. Okay, what is it that is, uh, what are the things that are, uh, what are the things that are surfacing out here, right? What are the things that are hidden? under uh, what we actually see, because it's, it's not, whatever the wound that we see, it's just one layer. It's deeper and deeper and deeper than what we see. And that's what I've been discovering for the past three years. The wound that I had opened three years ago, it's I'm still in recovery. I'm still healing from all that. And it takes time. Mm -hmm. So for one to sit there and say, you, you know, you, 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 all this, actually, you fit into this tick, 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 doesn't really, I think it constrains us and it, it um, holds our abilities to expand on what's possible. Absolutely. And how did you end up, once you found your journey, what, what led you to the healing? What led you to your wonderful show that you have and just yeah. seeing things from a different perspective? Mm -hmm. It was, for me at that time, it was the longing. We all have a desire um, to be something or to, to achieve a certain accomplishment. But at that time, I didn't know what I wanted, you know. But one thing I had that I was longing for is the vibrant, the vivacious, the funny, the happy, the laughing, the smiling young woman that I had once known, 
That's what I longed for. And I didn't have that at that time. And at that moment, I said, you know, it's best for me to just take that leap of faith and do something very drastic. And I don't recommend for everyone to do this, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do. And you have to ask yourself, what am I willing to do to get to the point where I want to be? I feel free and happy and happier, right? And I had traveled. I packed my stuff. I took my two kids and we, were, we went back to Africa. And that's where my journey started, you know, mm-hmm. looking at people and looking at how they live their life where they didn't have so much, but they were full of gratitude. They were happy. They were, you know, just, it was just amazing to see them and being around them. And that was just kind of infectious. You know, it just, I, I took all that energy from that and mm-hmm. I absorbed it. And there I was, I said, look at this, you know, it was a reminder for me that sometimes we take things for granted. We take our life for granted. We take our opportunities that are given to us for granted. And for me, that was the time that something inside me, that seed that was there was slowly now starting to grow. I was planting and watering that seed and making sure that I knew I I was meant to do something. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that there's something great. It's about to happen and I'm I'm going for it. So it's having Mm -hmm. that sense of, just giving yourself that opportunity and to no matter, no matter what, even if it's fear, right? It's there. Fear will always be there. But for me, it's just taking that chance on you. I think that's key. And um, wow. yeah. So mm-hmm. once I, mo- I came back, um, came, came back to KW, I started on a journey and I didn't know where I was heading. I was busy looking for a place for, for, for work. I needed to get a job. I needed to get a place for myself and my two kids. And we did that. And it was then it was that transformational process where, okay, what do I need to do? I need to grow. What do I need to do? I need to learn, you know, and we can relearn and relearn and relearn and get rid of these bad habits that we have by replacing them with great habits. And that's what I started forming. And it has been an amazing, beautiful journey to this, to this point. Mm-hmm. And up until this point, um, you know, we talked about the fact that um, coming back here in Toronto and rebuilding was part of the learning experience. And is there something um, there that you wanted to touch on just to let people know that even though things might look like, um, you know, it's becoming a little bit challenging, that there is something that they can do to rise above that. And what would you suggest? Mm -hmm. That's a really good question, um, for sure. Just uh, picture yourself, you're driving on the highway. That's what I always, you know, uh, share with my clients and my friends. And um, it was actually, it happened. The, the scenery I'm building this is, just picture yourself, you're driving in the highway, you're behind a huge truck in front of you. What happens? Mm-hmm. You cannot see anything in front of you, right? Now your choice is to either stay behind that truck and keep driving and wait for that truck to move so you can continue or stay in there or move the lane, right? You go move the lane. So you can either go on the passing lane or the next lane. So you have that choice. It's only when you get to the passing lane, would you be able to see the clear view that you are not able to see. This is what life is about. Sometimes you may not see a clear picture of where you're heading. 
You know where you're heading, but you may not even see it. So how about just staying focused and maybe try a different option? But that direct, it will still take you to that journey where you're going. As long as you're focused on that destination, how you get there does not matter. Does not matter. You know, just stay focused on where you're headed. If you're taking a detour, if you, however you get there, you will get there. But just stay focused on that and commit yourself to getting yourself there no matter what. That's how I usually just, I think it will be the simple way to, um, to give an explanation of how I do things. You know, I, I've often, uh, people ask me, they said, you know, how is it so easy for you to move and come back and move and come back? How is it so easy for you to resettle? I'm like, it's never easy. Nothing is easy. You know, but I know what my end goal is. If, my, if I want to achieve that, I concentrate on it and I focus on it and I commit myself to it no matter what. And to know that no matter the obstacle, no matter the challenge, you will overcome it. And the second thing is, or the third thing is to know mm. that you'll be okay. You will be okay to just take it easy on yourself and not to stress yourself too much and just focus on what you need to achieve. Oh my gosh, those are really great tips. I couldn't have said better <laughs> myself. I think that's amazing. And tell me more about your uh, TV show and where I first discovered you. And mm-hmm. can you share a little bit more about um, all the wonderful people that you've met along the way? Yes, my goodness. You know, um, I recently saw a video and uh, one of the videos, it's actually Darren LaCroix. He says, um, you are what you are. You know, you are what you have the five, the five people are what, who you are. Kind of, I'm not, I'm just paraphrasing it. But basically surrounding yourself with the people, right? Who you are is what mm-hmm. your surrounding is, basically. And uh, what I realized was I needed to get to people who would help me in, you know, in that journey. Now, these people are not there physically with me. But now we have the technology that we have the act we have access to, so it's going in and learning and going in and grabbing all these materials that would help me in my journey. Because anytime you want to mm-hmm. pursue something, you have to go to the people who actually have been there, who have the experience, who can help you develop the skills and the expertise that you require. So for me right now, mm-hmm. uh, a year ago, I actually started as a YouTuber. I was doing just something because I felt this energy that my goodness I have all this you know uh, information and I want to share with people so I can help others and that's how it started so I started on as an inspiration uh, putting in YouTube channel uh, videos just to help others and encourage others and motivate others and that journey less than a year has transformed into something else now where I'm able to actually reach out to more people just like I even we were connected you know me and you reach out to more people mm-hmm. now and the message is even on a deeper level now it's going farther it's not just me inspiring others but actually helping others to aspire to inspire others you know and that's the only way we can grow if we help each other if we you know support one another and there has been challenges actually alithia where mm-hmm. you know um unfortunately or fortunately i've reached out to few people and you get that, you know, um, you, you don't get the, you get the resistance, basically, you don't get the warm welcome you, you, you would hope for, or the support. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges 
um, that I know our community actually is facing. And I encourage if anyone is in a place where they're able to support someone is to come back and, and, help, and help them. Because some, somewhere along the way, somebody helped you. Somewhere along mm -hmm. the way, somebody helped you. And not to forget that, to actually pass it forward. And you know, sometimes we get caught up in this ego that now you've reached this place and now you're too good. You know, you're too good, you're too high up there for anybody else. So we, if we remove all that, we remove that ego and we remove that, we break those barriers down and come back down to where we started and actually remember that there's somebody there who needs your help and support and assistance because you yourself were there once upon a time. Absolutely. And I think it's just a full circle conversation that we just had in terms of, you know, being able to find yourself again, um, figuring out the journey, setting the plan, and then absolutely getting some strategy of how to execute the plan. And like you said at the end, always getting the support of like-minded individuals just to help you along the journey. We can't do everything by ourselves and we shouldn't even think that we have to. The best thing we can do is just reach out. And wow, you know, Fadwa, I just think it's so amazing that we're able to come full circle with our uh, discussion and really learn about what it's like to feel disconnected and what you can do to make someone feel included and to help them feel like themselves again. So if people needed to hear from you and reach out and connect with you, how are they able to do that? Mm -hmm. Well, um, right now I'm still in the process, thank goodness for, uh, I have my new, it's a new, new social media platform and uh, my business is actually called The Gems of Life. And we actually talk about the gems of life. We all have gems in our life, that we, the lessons that we learn and we expand on it and grow from it and help others from that journey. So uh, you can reach out to me at thegemsoflife.com. Uh, that's my website. And uh, if you can reach out, my name is Fadwe Yusuf. Just uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm still working on my business um, Twitter handles and Facebook, but you can find me on Facebook. My, uh, my full name is there. Alithi, I'm sure you'll share that information. And uh, anything else, I'll pass it on to you on how they can uh, send me an email if they wish to contact me. But for sure, the website or find me on Facebook, just type in my name, my first name and last name. You can send me a message. I'll be more than happy to uh, respond to you. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want people to know that we're out here and we are showing support by offering our gems to help you get through some challenging times. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you, Fadwa, for joining me this afternoon and just giving our listeners a uh, quick view on what it's like to find your path and find your sense of self again. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me here. I just want to finish off with, we all have the ability to change. And mm -hmm. if we want to, just like Gandhi said, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. And if you want a kinder world, then be kind. 
if you want an empathetic world, be empathetic. You know, if you want a world that is full of supporting others, then be that supporter. You know, so we have that ability. And on a personal level, it is never too late. It is never too late to, to get, you know, break away from that disconnection and start working, you know, in, within yourself and find, no, don't even worry about the purpose and where you need to do and what you need to do. Just work on finding you and that will lead you to a path that you never, never expected. So just come back to you. That's all. Just stay in your zone. That's all I say. Don't worry about your purpose, your dreams and aspirations. That will come because that will come in the most authentic way possible when you found yourself. You know, mm -hmm. thank you. Most definitely. Much appreciated. You're listening to Minds I Like podcast.